2022, a good three years after Endgame, and it feels like we'd have the Mandela effect and everyone suddenly hates Marvel. Let's discuss on this episode of Pop Pixel. Okay, all right, guys. Oh, hello, hello. hello. Here. Oh. Can you explain what what Mandela yeah, yeah. effect is? I don't is? even know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, kidding. just refer to Google and stuff. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. So yeah, before we start this episode, I'm Core and I'm joined by Soy and the V. Okay, so the Mandela effect. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna discuss this in the episode. But yeah. What happened? <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. Suddenly, suddenly I wake up, everybody hates them. I know. I mean, it's just a few years ago wherein people were clamoring, celebrating Marvel and how good the the franchise is, and how everyone is just looking forward to the next installment. And lo and behold, we're about to end Phase Four right now, and everybody just is. Is it, is it warranted? Maybe it's because the deeper you love, the deeper you, you hate. hate. Oh. The more you love, the and more you hate. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they're being like that to Marvel. But according to my research, wow. <laughs> I'm, kidding. I'm kidding. I I didn't research at all. Wink, wow. wink. <laughs> but I, I don't think. Know which one is the bigger lie? <laughs> the you researching or the you not researching yeah, yeah, yeah. on this topic? As you guys well know, when 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 soy is around, it's always like stats and like you know facts from the internet. Yeah, random, random nuggets of Speaking wisdom. of stats, just because before, like, a lot of people loves watching super Mar- uh, superhero movies. Super Marvel movies, yeah. Or <laughs> superhero yes. movies, they're 41%. Like, 41% loves to watch superhero movies, but then it became only 36% now. Wow. That's After- a big decline. That's yes. a, yeah. That's a big decline. And they're the ones who are really out yeah. there. Sour, because- sour graping, being rotten tomatoes. Yeah. Maybe it's because the audience grew up, like they changed their tastes. Nah, I don't think so. I don't like that. That's why people hate Marvel. How about you? Maybe, you maybe it's just that people got um, a bit, you know, tired. Uh, maybe got burned out. Wait, I mm-hmm. think we discussed this several episodes ago. It's probably not a matter of the, um, them growing up, because I know we get we have fans that are really old who are super geeks. It's just that, well. Maybe they're being overly critical on a lot of things. Or maybe it's because the generation nowadays are so, you're right, highly critical of some things. Like, it's they like, want... It's like, oh, this is this is not based on the comics. This is not yeah. blah, blah, blah. This is like this and that. Because some people, they think that the superhero movies or Marvel movies cater to kids only. Yeah, it was just stupid. What they think. <laughs> and they think it's not too realistic. Something like that. That's why uh, I, I they started hating that, it. That's that's a little bit counterintuitive to what's happening with the Marvel offerings nowadays because majority of it is going woke. Majority yeah. mm-hmm. of it is more for um, women empowerment, diversity. I not think... not like they're creating new heroes out, out of nowhere, but they're just highlighting um, the differences. Super, so I mean, they're just highlighting superheroes who are not really. Um, that well known, but um, they're catering not, to like, the minority, bending anyone. Yeah. I think we should look at the latest Marvel movie, Thor: Love and Hate. Oh, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Thor: Hate and Thunder. Something like that. I th- um, they think that 
the overuse of comedy and the underuse of drama. Because as you you said it before that Thor Love and Thunder is a very great opportunity for your Marvel to make Thor a serious character. Yeah. But then it became so funny, like but there's Thor, like a lot Thor, of comedic scenes. Thor really started as a serious character. If you know, maybe yeah. it's a bit boring by standards of the usual superheroes, but maybe because it was like um the Marvel, the MCU's infancy then. But Thor really was it's he started as a really serious character. I felt his daddy issues then. That's why I really saw it as the first two movies, the first mm-hmm. Thor movies. I got a feel for him because I saw the conflict in him of, you know, being for his father or for his nation for Asgard and being like uh, you know, like for himself as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the thing is like Thor can be like a really good um, deep and serious character but then because of the money you know the but box Ta- office but, but Taika destroyed it That's yeah just something kidding. like I'm just that kidding. like sorry, people sorry. like people don't like Thor because it's too funny and there's like a lot of comedic scenes and yeah, yeah, yeah yeah but um if, if we're gonna uh, dissect the last two I mean you've discussed um, the first two four then we'll segue also with the, the Avengers outings um, Infinity War and stuff. I think people are like um, are very disappointed with how Love and Thunder came out, given the fact that it was an opportunity so to I've heard. to um, um, to show again uh, like a more serious tone of Thor. Yeah. But if I'm gonna think about it, if if we saw how um, how the progression of the character uh, really went by. I mean, the first one, he was like full of himself. Like, he was like... There's um, character development. Honor for himself yeah, and I everything. Mean, he was, Selfish. He was just very lost in, in, in the mm-hmm. whole glory game and stuff. Um, and somehow, his journey from the first uh, movie... Up to what we have now. I mean, the, 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 first, the first movie was really like uh, surface level. Yeah, surface um, level. Um... And then the second movie is like a little bit of uh, it's half and half for me. I mean, I understand where the the uh, conflicts are coming from, but the the whole story of the dark elves and everything are it's it's I think it's just too early to introduce those uh, kind of threats for for the whole fan base. Um, and then moving forward with uh, Thor Ragnarok, I mean, it was a breath of fresh air. Yeah. Because um it was it was Thor battling with Ragnarok. Yeah, I mean I mean uh, that's it. The loss of his grief. of his yeah, um, it, yeah. it's a stage of grief with with um his with his father and um the loss of his country Asgard yeah. like Yeah. I mean it's like Thor against Ragnarok. That's it. Uh, actually then moving forwards to Infinity War and then Endgame, you you saw him. I mean he's just um he's just like Tragedy after tragedy after tragedy, and then yeah. after Infinity War, and then Endgame came, and then he killed um, Thanos, and he really felt nothing. He just broke. I mean, you see, you see he was fat, Thor, and yeah. stuff. Then moving forward again to now, yeah. Love and Thunder. Yeah, yeah. I think he he he's still out there. Yes, he lost. He lost his like a uh, serious. Um, I I do believe that. Uh, gore was like a wasted um, potential potential for a villain but I think Thor in general Thor's journey as far as if you're looking just on Thor it, it's like um, 
that the story the whole story made sense to me i mean after everything that has happened uh yes even though um the um are you uh, saying that he's on the right path or track somehow yeah i think he's still still recovering from i think this love and thunder somehow and it's just a face and this face of grief Mm. and um sets him up on on moving on, on and, okay. with, and then, with love plus we all know that there's gonna be a fifth movie right yeah it's just gonna be like hey, wait, uh, is it... maybe it... Oh, sorry sorry you yeah, continue sorry I'm just gonna ask if Taika no no Taika's out it's, oh, it's already out on the internet Taika, Taika's was... out um Damn. which is like you know for me it's like um uh, that's that for me is good news because we all know if we try to look at the um, the movies that Taika produces mm-hmm. it's mostly has imbued comedy in it like mm-hmm. before, even before Ragnarok okay. uh, I was one of the speculators then on another podcast <laughs> back then mm-hmm. when uh, we were talking about like do you think Thor Ragnarok's gonna be the, I mean I never really knew the guy it's just I see him like much more comedy so I, I really honestly thought that he's gonna ruin the series and but, yeah. Well, not really. I mean, Thor Ragnarok was really good. In it was. It was. Thor. It was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It and reinvented with, Thor. With, actually, with with Love and Thunder, the only thing that was wasted was the villain, mm-hmm. and uh, probably a few disjointed. Um, I mean, we really we didn't really feel how big the gravity of Gore was uh, mm-hmm. compared to the comics. Mm-hmm. But I think if we don't have that background, um, the I mean. Gore was more like a plot device rather than a, a villain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, aside from that, like aside from being the comedic thingies on Thor, let's just say that another reason why there's a decline in love for for Marvel <laughs> is because they think that um the movies are they're kind of like restrained to the Marvel standards or to the Disney standards. Yeah. Like, they yes. can't have any freedom yes. to do anything. Like, for example, if they wanted to make a darker Wakanda movie or a darker I, Winter Soldier or something like or Captain America, they can't do it because I, they need the approval of Disney. I honestly think that they're being restrained by Disney right now. Um, I'd have to go with Soy on, mm. on that because um, I've been hearing like feedback and backlash and whatnot. Even Wakanda Forever is g- getting boycotted by by uh, black people really by their own uh, because apparently they feel like they're now it's it's a question about inclusion in their race because they see it as like Chadwick Boseman and is to T'Challa yeah. and they're killing him off in the movie uh, abruptly which we know that in the comics T'Challa is Deep so Black like, Panther, yeah. right? I mean, yeah. there hasn't been any succession no, uh, yet. Actually, there was. In the comics, um, Suri became the Black Panther. Yeah, there after, was There was an arc. After um, T'Challa left the uh, Avengers. Yeah, there was an arc, but it, it, they feel like, like the symbolism of the Black Panther is supposed to be with T'Challa, and now they see that their Marvel is killing him off abruptly. They, they, want, they actually want him to be recasted. Mm. So they still they see it like the symbolism gets lost in they it. wanted to have like but, a proper send off I think that that's the problem it's kind of hard to recast someone like Chadwick Boseman who's iconic for yeah, his he role he's very iconic yeah. as, as the, that, that's it, it, it that's it 
it's not that, like an Edward Norton. I think that's case. that. Oh yeah, I know, I know. But and then now they're putting in Edward Norton's case with what happened with the Hulk and how he was recasted. Yeah. You know, there's that's this, this fiasco with She-Hulk right yeah, now. Yeah, but but, so, but it's fine. I mean, it's, it's fun that they're acknowledging yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything now is, I think, it's like you know, stacking on top of one another. And uh, but you know what? It, with all honesty, if you ask me, uh, the status of Marvel right now, I think. They're still ironing things out, or maybe they're trying to. You, do, do you remember that phase in the Infinity Saga? Yeah. That whole what ten years? Ten years, yeah. right? I think they're reliving that phase as well. If you would recall, it's like a love hate relationship in the movie in Hollywood. Yeah. Then for the Marvel movies, yeah. then and they never really saw the vision that mm-hmm. it was going to be a culminating thing. Yeah. yeah. For the yeah. whole ten years, I think that's what's happening right until now. Until like well. middle of the phase two, up until the phase three, I mm-hmm. think that's the only time that they acknowledge that exactly. it was already an MCU. Yes, but the thing is, people get tired of the cinematic universe because it's so hard to like you know catch up with all the movies movies and series that they're producing like for example like if you're going to watch the latest Doctor Strange people will not know what's the whole gist because they didn't know what happened to Wanda so that's another thing that's that's the other thing that people keep on the continuity yeah Yeah, the continuity but I think this was this is more of like a selective um, audience So I'm just being yeah, nitpicky I, I, because I I'm just lifting down yeah, everything yeah. that I've read earlier. I think I think it's it's more of like it's more like uh, uh, a, a selective hate because um I, I think I remember I've said this before. I re- I strongly feel that the the MCU is following the comics format wherein the series are like the tie-ins for the movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I like that part because I mean the super superheroes, I mean the superhero genre Marvel um, is is be, be basically came from the comics. I mean, yeah, that yeah, was yeah. that was the that was the blueprint all along, and uh, I think it was a very good idea to have series for for um for things that are not that big for the big screen yeah. to happen mm-hmm. on the series. Because for example, Avengers one to Avengers two, you have movies in between up until Avengers two: Age of Ultron. And um and then suddenly when when we when we start the movie, we find we we just see that the Avengers are there, um in Sokovia and Sokovia. they're they're just fighting together and it's just implied that they fought for they fought together for several missions. Yes. But we never get to see that. Yes, yes, yes. Uh so, so the series are now like the the back end of what's happening behind the scenes while they're forming things up. I think they tried that out as well with back then with Agents of Shield, right? Yeah. The, the series is where the tie in. Agents of Shield is like a separate spin-off uh-huh. with um the brother of Joss Whedon. Yeah, yeah. Uh but uh, the MCU, It didn't work out. They it didn't, didn't really out. acknowledge the existence of Agents of Shield, but Agents of Shield keep on acknowledging, yeah, yeah. They, they didn't acknowledge, which is like conflict of interest. I'm going to read a comment in oh. Reddit. They said that the Marvel they're not about Marvel movies. They're not bad movies. They're just shallow and and come off as cash grabs rather than a unique or a daring project. What they're, they're what they're implying is it's not they think that it's too shallow for a movie mm-hmm. like something like that. That's why they get tired. They I, I think tired. they're just looking looking at this as like they want every movie to be as good as Endgame. Endgame, Infinity War, um, Civil War, all, all, all the the big, big the, the shots, big movies yeah, the heavy hitters. They have there, wherein 
there are I mean especially now with phase 4 and with majority of the first characters who are already um, either sidelined or passed away um, we need to rebuild characters from scratch we need to reintroduce everything and yes um, we we have to go back to phase 1 wherein everyone was stand alone again yeah, yeah. but somehow they, they, they're still trying to weave everything out somehow it worked out right I mean yeah, that that's the thing that's the conflict actually with, with, with She-Hulk right now they're starting to address all the loose ends that we yeah. that the fans have been like nitpicking on exactly. how about this how about yeah. this what's happening what's exactly. happening that She-Hulk is starting to address it I mean we've been saying this in past episodes before I mean let's just tra- trust with Feige because yeah, he has a big, big plan, and uh, I mean, with with She-Hulk being released with the first trip, um, I mean, given that the Marvel shows are like hit and miss as as of the moment, the plan is al- always there. I mean, we we that they just have a plan that they have to follow. We just have to see if be fruitful for us in the end. Yeah, true, true. I would have to say that it's a love hate relationship right now. Soy really has her data always with her. <laughs> I'm just reading some comments on Reddit and some articles. Most of most of the articles that I've read, they have like the same thing. They hate Marvel right now because of the like just the same same thing that's on the internet. They just hate Marvel because it's too shallow. They think they they think it's not a movie at all. Like Remember what direct? What's the name of that famous director? Scorsese. Yeah, something like that. Like he, I think some people's opinion of Marvel movies changed because of his statement. And it's kind of sad that uh, I because they're getting sweet. Yeah, that I kind of feel that people uh, are jumping like in the bandwagon. Yeah, this is just like a bandwagon in hating Marvel nowadays. That is like the the end thing now. So everybody just hates Marvel. And uh, I get it that uh, the shows are not perfect, but I think it falls on the the viewers rather than the the studio when it comes to the expectations that they have. I mean, um, I mean series are a new thing if if we're gonna look at um in the whole MCU things. And um, I think it's not bad to have a hit and miss. I mean, even the bad series are all, not all that bad. They just have like flat endings. But um, the, the the story arcs uh, in the middle are really compelling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm just gonna add another thing. What can you say about this? Like another thing that they're complaining is uh, Marvel movies nowadays. They have like lower stakes. There's, only there's no so much that can There's no heavy repercussion that's happening. Like at the end of the day, the superheroes still wins and nothing happened. Like well, nothing big. That's, for that's, example, the only thing for example, um the only thing that a superhero dies is when the actors want to get out of the franchise. For example, <laughs> RDJ they don't plan on killing Iron Man, but then they decided to kill Iron Man because RDJ is getting out of the franchise. And so they're like, oh, we're I think they're tuning on the wrong genre. Like lower I mean, superhero movies are meant to succeed whatever happens at the end of the day. I don't know why why they're looking at it in that regard. And if if we're gonna look at it, especially with Far From Home, 
there are repercussions. I mean, after this, we, we now have the Peter Curse wherein yeah. uh, he's all alone right now. He doesn't have his aunt and, and stuff. Even lonelier because the, the Peter Parker that we know from the comics at least has his aunt May. Mm-hmm. But this one, he, he doesn't he has, have any. He has nobody. Yeah, and um, then looking looking at um, the Multiverse of Madness, Wanda is now MIA. Mm-hmm. Doctor Strange has this third eye that we don't know what the implications are. I mean, is he on a spiral descent towards madness, or uh, is that a newfound power? So I, I I beg to disagree when it comes to the stakes. Um, Plus, at prob- the end of the day, I think that the most that they can say about, I mean, the thing that can resonate with that probably is the series, mm-hmm. wherein the, the stakes. But then again, you see Loki, the stakes at Tian Li Shang. There, there we go. There yeah, we go. But uh, the the other series, except for um, except for one division, into um, Captain America uh, and the Winter Soldier. I mean, it's it just show the succession. And then the other ones are like introductory story, so mm. they're meant to win in some form. Um, the, I mean, it's their debut outing. <laughs> I think it's too early on to say. Again, we, I always go back to in Feige we trust is because, yeah, I was supposed to go there with with Kang. We all know that um, apparently they're they're going to announce the next Thanos level threat, right? Mm-hmm. Which is. Mm-hmm. Why people are pointing out to to Kang mm-hmm. that he's probably going to be the next major threat to the whole, uh, you know, the big picture of things. So mm-hmm. I think it's too early to say that that there are no implications right now because of what happened. Yeah, with with Loki, um, we all know that there's going to be implications with like No Way Home, uh, and of course with the Multiverse of Madness. And, and, uh, aside from that, those are the only few movies yet that have already been released. Uh, as we all know, Thor: Love and Thunder, he has his own thing going yeah. on in the realm of the gods, so he's yeah. not gonna be probably involved pretty much on Earth realm uh, as much mm-hmm. because he has to iron out his own crap. Yeah. So I mean, aside from that, n- nothing yet. We haven't yet seen that uh, much outings. We, we, we're we're in the I think. Phase four is more like rebuilding. Rebuilding the next set of, the next set of Avengers. That's it. I, I I've read that somewhere that they're preparing the next set of. Uh, when, when it was just Iron Man. Because when phase because when phase out star, I guess the difference is because when phase one started, the fans didn't have anything. They didn't have anything to build on. They're like clamoring for more. They were mm-hmm. expecting for more back then because. We never, we didn't have anything. We had your like your DC f- films, which are not not connected in any way. But aside from that, we had nothing to build on. And also, Avengers was an was an unprecedented. Yeah, yeah, we exactly. Yes, it was like a, it was a far mm-hmm. shot ever since the the golden years in movies. Yeah, like I think the closest that you would have would be the Justice League, the TV series, which was. A flop. <laughs> and I think funny thing is, uh, let's let's just say that uh, Marvel just breaks down and just stops producing. I'm sure this same set of people will just um, look back on nostalgia. Yeah. The yeah. <laughs> funny thing is, people also hate them because they're the ones who make the cinematic universe a thing. Mm-hmm. That's why they keep on hating Marvel as well because they're so tired of saying. 
everybody copying the cinematic universe thingy that's going on on Marvel. They're the only ones who were able to do it properly, which is why I think right now it's going to be Warner Discovery is doing something good by connecting things. Have you heard? Follow, following the following the foot. Of- yeah, exactly. I think maybe we Did have you? like the wrong title of the episode. No. We should rename it as "Why We Love Marvel." <laughs> <laughs> because we're because we're we're like really defending Marvel at all costs at all avenues. I, I, mean, yeah. I, I just think that the hate was or is really unwarranted as of the. Yeah, I agree with you really on that. Um, it's just um bandwagon effect wherein one one person was critical of Marvel. I mean, everybody just loves Marvel like a few years. Or it's a it's bunch psychological. The deeper you love, the deeper you hate. That's or it. Or a bunch of and, like um, immature whiners. Also, also remember, keyboard warriors. I, I said before, after Endgame, we have we have to mellow down again. It cannot be Endgame and then next and then yeah, next. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. have to mellow down again. There's no such thing. The next because they actually commemorated what it was like a decade of filmmaking and then it was the end. Yeah. It's the culmination of the first Yes, years. yes, yes. They need to rebuild again. And funny thing was, I mean, uh, I, I've also read that we don't know where, I mean, there was this article that I've read before that we don't know where the Marvel uh, scene phase uh, is going, etc., etc. Because unlike the before, we have Thanos, etc. Well, dude, Thanos came up after I think phase two, uh-huh. phase one at the most, phase one to phase two. It wasn't revealed yeah, until it was, uh, yeah, yeah. It was, and the reveal of Thanos was like a just we don't move, mm-hmm. just 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 to put it there. And yeah. Then, uh, just for pick it up. to have fans really, you know, it's like anticipating, like clamor. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. So yeah, guys, I think final thoughts. Okay, I'm going to start <laughs> because I know how much you love Marvel and I do love Marvel as well. <laughs> I'm just going to say that people should stop hating on Marvel movies and its producers, its filmmakers because they're doing their job. They're making it you know, um, I think they're doing their best to satisfy everyone's expectations. And I think every Marvel movie, um, it's just... I'm just glad that the Marvel movies are here because they show a lot of creativity in it. Like, before before the, before the superhero cliche movies, all of the superhero movies are not that good. I know. To be honest, let's let's just be honest. Like, if you see all the old movies, it was dry and it was so forced. But then when the Marvel created this cinematic universe, everything becomes so exciting because you have something to look forward to. And we should give credits to them and just you know um, give them space because and just tr- in, and just trust in in Kevin Feige and the other yeah. people. Feige we trust always. Is that the real name of Feige? Kevin? Feige. Okay, I'm right. <laughs> Something like that. Because Kevin there's Feige. like a lot of... <laughs> people think that Marvel movies are shallow. They don't have any meat in it. Like, But for me, Marvel tackles some of the... Socio-political issues. Yeah, something like that. For example, on Spider-Man No Way Home, like the villain there, um, Mysterio. Um, it, Mysterio. <laughs> it showed how people are so obsessed with superhero movies. Like the character of, of that guy, of Jake. He said that people are so obsessed with flashy things and 
um, people will not notice you if you don't do any flashy things yeah. like what happened to Spider-Man and something. That's why he did that. That's why he became a villain. And I think it tackles like a lot of things that's happening yeah. right now that with, people with love. With fact-bending and whatnot, what right? Mm-hmm. I, I know. And then Wakanda is nihilist. I think, is it Wakanda? Or, or oh no, Endgame. Mm-hmm. Endgame is so depressing. Like the first part was so depressing to be honest. Infinity War, yeah. You can see what hap- what what will happen if half of the people will just you know disappear, disappear and everything. So I think yeah, I think Marvel is still good. I'm gonna wait for them. I'm not gonna like um clamor, yeah, complain, complain and something because we're just the audience. Like we're just the viewers, and you may um, bash them a lot, but at the end of the day, you're still gonna watch the movie. So. Did you know that some? Did you know that in the recent um, Hulk, She-Hulk series, the comments that she was reading on the internet were actual bash comments. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah. It was actual comments. I didn't know about that. It's kind of fun that they're yeah. doing it that way. Yeah, and they're yeah. complaining about the CGI of Hulk. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, the CGI thing is always there. I mean, I, I, it's like nitpicking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nitpicking. Nitpick. I find it funny that there's actually a group of YouTubers who nitpick of CGI of certain films and Marvel is their favorite probably they have like friends or colleagues who are part of the CGI v- VFX team who claim that they're underpaid or they hate mm-hmm. working with Marvel I mean that explains that probably but aside from that no we're gamers bro you know we, we're gonna see if there's a frame drop or whatnot, or there's something wrong with a certain scene but other other else than that I don't know and, and it's that's really very far off from where you st- exactly so exactly for yeah. how and what it is at least at least you don't see like uh, a, an invisible wireframe like mysteriously appearing out of nowhere like oh I think they forgot to remove that one yeah. right, I mean right? I remember that yeah. there's like a lot of movies yeah, have yeah, that yeah. and then like like a certain have. prop man with an actual watch appearing out of nowhere which is supposed to be like or like be- oh yeah 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 yes. really? I mean, game of I, mean, I mean come on right uh, let's let's be real and following up on, on soy because you know I'm a self-confessed Marvel fan as well so uh I've always been a happy camper with all the movies even with Moon Knight apparently who received a lot of flack me and my brother loved Moon Knight because because it's it's Poe Dameron it's uh, it's, Oscar. <laughs> it's Oscar Isaac man I mean come on bro who could not like like uh, love Oscar Isaac? So yeah, I, I I have to say that we just have to pipe down. We just have to pipe down. We have to relax and we have to let Feige lead the way to greatness. Yeah, for me, I'm not gonna. I mean, I'm just gonna keep this short. Echoing a lot of my state over the past few episodes, but uh, we just have to trust the process. Um, every every good thing com- comes with um a good process and. Um, we we've seen how they they did face one to face, and I guess a lot of the people are just spoiled right now with how good the films came out back then. And um, right now we're just in the middle of the rebuilding, and I think uh, we'll have a different opinion once we get to phase six. Or I'm sorry. This is the V, and we are Hot Pixel. Pixel.
Pop Pixel serves your fresh weekly content on film, video games, and culture. New episodes every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday via Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all major podcast apps. Do you love our content? You can support us on our Patreon page for our future episodes and productions. Don't forget to rate us on Spotify and subscribe to our YouTube channel for weekly featured videos.